Hello and welcome to another episode of Cinema Bonds, but the only thing sweeter than you, the listeners, are the movies that we cover. I'm Jonah Colazzo. Hoover is not here with us. He is out doing hood rat shit with hood rat friends, so it's just going to be me and you, you wonderful people. Uh, we got a good one for you guys today. We are talking Weird, the Al Yankovic story um, starring uh, Daniel Radcliffe and a bunch, a bunch of like who's who celebrities spread out throughout uh before we jump into that we always like to start with a segment we like to call what's viewed by me and you um what is it that i've been watching i watched uh i watched three different movies today this past week um i have been want i watched uh hunk for jesus save your life uh a movie that kind of came and went and then popped up on Peacock just randomly. Um, I checked it out. It has a uh, starring uh, Sterling K. Brown and uh, Regina Hall, I believe. I want to make sure that that's not wrong because I always get mixed up with um, Regina Hall and and Regina King. Honk for Jesus, you know Regina Hall. My bad. Um, it was a pretty good one. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I was not expecting the mockumentary documentary style because I guess it's not making fun of it, but more of just like it's really looking into. No, it's a mockumentary because they're not really taking a look at actual realistic, real realistic stuff. Um, it was an interesting movie. I don't believe it's a movie for everybody, but it is a movie that's worth a watch. In fact, that in a way that's like critiquing the the lives of people that are are within the church and dealing with you know what happens when you know your actions are always scrutinized and always under the magnifying glass of the people that you you serve and and what happens when your whole livelihood is tied up in this church in your religion and now that, you know, you do one thing wrong or you are accused in this situation of doing something wrong. And, you know, that whole your whole life is basically put to a standstill and basically your livelihood can be completely gone. And and, and it's a weird, you know, balance of, you know, the, the, the balance of like the what this church gives them. Plus what this church means to them. And I, I I found that a very interesting critique. And I found that a very interesting, um, you know, breakdown and, and search into the lives of this Christian mega church that, that, that Sterling K. Brown is the pastor to. And that Regina Hall is his first lady. This is the first time I've ever actually heard this term where the wife basically is like an on-stage support system for the for the pastor um and 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 it was a really interesting look into the lives of something like that and 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 i, I don't know I, I found it very very interesting um some of the things that i didn't like about the movie it, it is a very dry humor um it is it's less of a Ha ha! Funny mo- movie, whereas more likely it's a, um, like a uh, a more 
it's funny because of what they're doing and the very overly dramatic and overly, you know, played out, you know, the Holy Spirit is upon us and, and, and the craziness that, that comes from, you know, believing in something and, and, and the kind of funny tidbits that can come from, you know, uh, seeing someone seeing someone kind of have their their religious experience and so I, I i liked it for that i i i watched it with a couple of people not all of them got it not all of them understood what the movie was trying to do tbh i i don't even think i could fucking say that i understood what the movie was going to do um it, it it is just a movie that i think is worth the experience but not a lot of people are going to get a lot out of it um, unless you have been raised in that kind of, you know, religious background or you have been within that kind of community. Um, but I mean, it being on Peacock, Peacock's only $5 a month. So, you know, maybe it's worth a checkout. You know, there's a lot of good things on Peacock that I'm very surprised that it's, that's on there. Um, but I, I very much enjoyed it. I would say I, I gave it a very good enjoyed, you know, outlook on the movie. Um, Regina Hall kills it. I mean, this this is a movie focused on Sterling K. Brown, but Regina Hall really, really fucking kills it in this movie. I think, if anything, go watch this movie specifically for Regina Hall's performance. A lot of internalizing, a lot of, lot of confused anger, and, and a lot of hope that she brings to this movie. Good Lord, if Regina Hall wasn't in this movie, this movie would have probably been a shit show. But because she's in it, she grounds this movie. She, 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 you know, pushes emotion. She brings, she carries this movie a lot on her shoulders. While, you know, Sterling K. Brown is fun to watch. He's a lot of, he's, he's the more theatrics of the movie. You know, what we're kind of laughing at and laughing with. Regina Hall is more of who we're siding with and who we're crying for. And and I think if you watch this movie with that in mind, you're going to enjoy something about this movie. And I, and I definitely say, hey, go watch it. I think it's, it's definitely worth a watch. Like I said, you might not have a lot to take away from it, though. Um, what is the next thing I watched? I watched The Good Nurse on Netflix. Woo! The Good Nurse, man. I saw a lot of people talking about this movie. I saw a lot of people posting up their, you know, their letterbox information, their, their, all this other stuff. I, I, but I have yet seen someone actually break it down and like talk about what is so good about this, this movie. There is a lot. There is a lot that's going good with this movie. Um, for starters, Eddie Renmane in this movie is charming as hell in this movie. And yet is hauntingly creepy as fuck. I I I've seen Redmayne's performances in many other movies, and 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 something about this one, he almost takes, you know, the the he, he he's taken what he's learned from other movies and other performances that he has done over the years, and you see the culmination, you see the amalgamation of all of his performances. And how strong of an actor he can be in this movie. There are times where I am I'm I'm feeling bad for the character. I'm feeling, 
you know, sorry for the character. I am hopeful that this character is not who they say they are. And this is not spoiling it. It's right in the trailer. He is under investigation for possibly being, you know, uh, a suspect or, or a possible reason for a death in the hospital that police are looking into. Not a big spoiler. That's all in the trailer. But the 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 spider web and the untangling of that spider web is just so much fun to play, and and Redmayne, he he sings to he grabs your attention and he doesn't let go. This movie is really amazingly interesting in how it grabs your attention and it doesn't let it go. You know, um, there, there's, there's Jessica Chastain who is just a powerhouse of an actress. Just, just completely reminds you what a fucking powerhouse she can be. Because right from the start, I immediately watch. I'm, I'm watching her, and she, there's something about Jessica Chastain in her movies where she is like. A chameleon, like you could see. You, I feel like if you would see Jessica Chastain in real life, you would not notice her because of how well she blends into the world that she's in. Um, seeing her play this nurse that has, you know, you know, medical issues, and 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 that's what's really interesting about her character is that it ties her immediately, really close to Eddie Remain's character because of the medical issues she has. She does not have insurance yet because she has not yet put in her full time at this new hospital she's in and a lot of it is you know focusing on her and Eddie Renmain kind of teaming up to get her through these past these next couple of months until her insurance kicks in and and it immediately makes you worry for her and at the same time it immediately you know it, it immediately makes you wonder you know what's going to play out first the the you know the mystery of it all or her health and 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 her well-being is going to get her first it, it it's an interesting battle in this movie that 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 you kind of you you're immediately gripping your 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 armchair for and you're you're leaning on the edge of your seat and i'm i very much encourage anybody that wants to see a thriller that was Maybe overlooked and during the October October Halloween season of horror movies. This is one of those movies that you should definitely go back and check out. Uh, it's on Netflix. It is just it, it, it's a killer of a movie. It's honestly one of the best I think thrillers that I've seen so far this year. It's a, it's a one of the it's more of an inch. It's a very interesting thriller whodunit movie and uh, I, I definitely say go watch it and take your time with it because it is beautiful beautiful wonderful movie great performances um but that is that is my opinion on the good nurse what was the last movie i watched that's right i watched on hbo max barbarian um what the fuck i finally have watched barbarian um i have been trying my hardest ever since hoover has told me dude you gotta go watch barbarian it is one of those movies that you're not going to regret watching you just gotta go do it i have been so excited to watch this movie and it got 
it got taken out of theaters and I hadn't yet seen any trailers on it. I heard his opinion saying, go watch it. I'm not telling you anything about it. So many other people have seen it. And then we're like, oh, I, I tell him like, you know, hey, I haven't watched anything on about it. I don't want to know anything. Perfect. Go watch it that way. God damn. Definitely worth the wait. Uh, I... <sighs> I don't even know if I want to like spoil anything by saying, "Hey, this was in the trailer," because of how how much more enjoyable I think it is to just go into this movie with no strings attached, no expectations, no you know trailer spoilers. Just I, I think this is one of those movies where you just need to go in and experience for yourselves. And I think, if anything, that that's kind of sounding like almost like the the big thing that everyone is saying about this movie, and it, it almost could also overhype the movie by saying, "I'm not going to tell you anything because anything is is the best thing about this movie, not knowing anything." And then you go into it, and you might be disappointed. I think, if anything, you want to maybe go into this movie without seeing anything, without knowing who's in it, because of how well these characters are used. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you anything about this movie. I think it's definitely just worth checking out. It's on HBO Max. It is definitely worth the your time, and it's definitely worth the effort to have not seen anything about this movie and just going straight into it blindly. Go into Barbarian blind, and you will not regret it. You will not regret it. Um... It is worth the time. It is worth watching those characters work. It is worth seeing the movie unravel and not knowing where it's going. Um, definitely, and definitely, those those movies. I think those three movies are definitely worth to check out. Uh, the Good Nurse, uh, Honk for Jesus, and Barbarian are all on streaming services right now. You could definitely check them out, and I highly recommend them. Uh, go check them out. Let me know what you thought. Um, but that is it. That is all I have for what's viewed. Let's jump into some gosh darn news. Uh, let's talk about some casting news, huh? Let's talk about some casting news. Let's talk about Marvel's Wonder Man casting. Uh, are they are pulling a a a a a Black Mantis from Aquaman in Yahya Abdul Mateen the second? And placing him as uh, their new uh, superhero called Wonder Man. Uh, it is going to be a Disney Plus series. Uh, I'm not too familiar about Wonder Man uh, and, and all that he is. I, I, I am understanding that he is a superhero that is a f- movie star or he is a stuntman. Like kind of stuntman by day and like superhero by night, but like he is one of the first superheroes that Marvel ever made. And I I know that there was something about like uh, there I, I think DC didn't want, which is funny because DC I I understand that DC didn't want them to have the name Wonder Man because it sounded so close to Wonder Woman, and then DC end up coming out with a character that sounded very close to a character that Marvel was doing. And they said, fuck it. If they could do it, we can do it. So let's bring out back. Let's bring Wonder Man back on. And here we are in 2022 taking Yaya Abdul-Mateen from the DCEU, bringing him over to the MCU. Um, 
how the tables have how the turntables have turned. Um, so I I am a big fan of Yaya. I, I I love him in all of his movies. I've seen if you've seen him, you know he is one hunky of a man, and he's gonna do great as Wonder Man. And uh, I like that it's a series, so we're gonna see you know we're gonna get a little Yaya every week, and it's gonna be an absolute pleasure. I think. Um, jumping over to other news, uh, Lupita Nyong'o is going to be starring in a Quiet Place spinoff, uh, day one. I guess they're going to be going, looking at the invasion of this alien race, um, which we got a little bit of in A Quiet Place 2. Sorry for spoilers, but you know what? That movie is old as fuck now. Um, we got a little, uh, introduction to, you know, what it was like on the first day of the invasion and all that craziness and, and everything that is, that went into this one family getting out and being where they are now. Um, obviously there was other people in that town, other people all over the place. And it'd be interesting to see what this world was like all over the place and, and seeing what everybody experienced aside from, John Krasinski's family. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o, though, is going to be starring, and she's going to be, I guess, headlining this this uh, spinoff called Day One. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think that that, that is a perfect universe to, to mine and dig further into and see what else we can, what a goodies we can pull from. Um, I think it's definitely worth, I think it's definitely going to be interesting and worth the, the, the chance to watch. Um... A spinoff to the... Oh, okay, so here we are. <clears throat> Aubrey Plaza is joining Catherine Hahn in the upcoming Marvel Studios series, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Uh, the spinoff to the WandaVision show. Um, not quite sure exactly who Aubrey Plaza is going to be playing, but you know what? It is Aubrey Plaza playing in the witches. I don't know what exactly is going to happen. Um... I like Abby Plaza. I love Catherine Hahn. I love what she did with that character in WandaVision. Um, last we were left off on her, she was uh, brainwashed, I believe, to thinking that she was still a part of the, um, what is it called? West Westview, I think, world, town. And so she's kind of still stuck in that mentality. And I think the world that Wanda created in a way, maybe a pocket universe. Um, that's where we last left off on, on Agatha Harkness. Who knows? Maybe this is some weird disciple of, of Agatha, another witch coming to her rescue and, and maybe breaking her out. And now she's going to run havoc and get out, go after Wanda. Um, I'm not too sure. I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. It was Agatha all along. And you know what? Also, Aubrey Plaza was there. So hopefully it's a fun move. Um, I'm excited to see it. Uh, new projects to come. Let's jump into this news. Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell confirms Good Burger 2 is on its way. Um, damn, you guys remember Good Burger? <laughs> well, good, good Burger. Welcome to, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. How can I take your order? Uh, I'm excited to see this. Um with all the um, shakedown of Nickelodeon and, and all of its clearing out and, and bringing to light a lot of the shittier aspects of, of Nickelodeon and, and what those 
teen stars went through. It's nice to see that, you know, the camaraderie and, and the, the bond that some of them have built, uh, such as uh, Keenan Thompson and Kel Mitchell, and are still going strong and are willing to ta- to tackle a, 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 not a franchise because it's not a franchise, a, a, a movie, you know, like this, a universe like this. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'm, I'm, I'm all there for them and I'm all ready to go watch Good Burger 2. Um, A24 is jumping into the slasher. Well, they've already been in the slashers. I, let me take that back. Um, Friday the 13th is jumping on board with A24. That's, I think, a better way of saying it. Um, Friday the 13th prequel series titled Crystal Lake is in the works. Uh, from Brian Fuller, the show will air on Peacock with A24 serving as the studio behind the series. I love A24. Like I said, Peacock has been getting some weird bangers over the couple of years. And a lot of great movies are popping up on Peacock. And some people are just snoozing on it. This looks like it's going to be one of those series that are, are going to bring it to a whole new level of, of interest and excitement to to join Peacock. I definitely recommend jumping on Peacock before this show jumps gets comes to play. Um, I'm excited for it. Let's let's see what the hell A24 and in the Friday the 13th franchise can bring in this prequel series. Um, Dodgeball sequel is only is waiting for Ben Stiller's approval and is ready to to jump into it. Uh, I love Dodgeball. I love that movie. Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller. Justin Long, uh, all these other uh, fucking, uh, wow, man, what's his name? Steve the Pirate, what's his fucking name? <laughs> Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk. Uh, a fucking great little gem of a movie that I think a lot of people will remember. Like, it's either one of those movies that everybody loves or no one remembers, I feel. Um, Dodgeball is, is a fucking great movie. And uh, I'm really excited, and I really hope that Ben Stiller jumps on board with uh, this sequel that is uh, in the works. Really excited for that. Last two pieces of news. Disney's live-action remake of Hercules will be inspired by TikTok. Now, what the fuck does this mean? Um, You know what? I'm not too sure. The Russo brothers has said, has, has released a statement, audience today have been trained by TikTok, right? What is uh, what is their expectations of what the musical looks like and feels like? That can be a lot of fun for us. I'm sorry. That could be a lot of fun and help us push the boundaries a little bit on how you ex- execute, ex- execute, my bad, execute a modern musical. So I don't know. I I. I, I I don't know if they're saying that this is if TikTok is going to really influence how they film this movie, or I have a weird feeling that it's going to be basically they looked on TikTok for a lot of who can play these characters and bring their fan base to this movie. That's what I'm I'm thinking it's going to be because I don't see the Russo brothers jumping into a a a live action Hercules movie and going. Let's just make it look like TikTok, and and the feel, the very quick edits, the the you know, um, I don't know, I don't know what they're planning on doing with this. I don't know what this statement means. 
it's a little worrisome because you know what Disney's live actions uh, remake remakes have not been all that fire for me and it has been a little bit of a disappointment. Um, and what I'm a little worried about is that Hercules is one of my favorite Disney movies and uh, I really want to see them do it right. And if they can't, it's going to be upsetting. It's going to be really upsetting. And with a, with a, with a headline like this, not off to a great start in my opinion, not off to a great start at all. Um, so you know what? We're going to have to just wait and see what the fuck is going to happen with that. Um, last bit of news, HBO max cancels Westworld in a shocking decision. Oh boy. Warner brothers is at it again. Um, yeah, no, they're, they're canceling it. Apparently they wanted to push the, the series to a fifth and final, uh, season. And it would basically wrap up the show. I know that uh, I believe it's Jonah Nolan and and some other character, I, I, some other writer. I forget his name or her name or their name. I forget. Um, wanted to wrap it up within a fifth season. Um, HBO Max said, "You know what? We're cool with where we're at now. Cancel it." Uh, it's a, so- a shocking turn of event, and you know what? I don't know what this means. I have not yet seen Westworld. I've heard it is fantastic. It is an interesting world to to, to dive into. Um, and I guess it will be missed. Uh, you know, most people are going to try to petition to get it back. I guarantee you that's going to happen. Um, but it's it's I guess it's a wait and see of what they're gonna do. Maybe it's a little ploy to kind of like, hey, never mind, sneaky fifth season. There it is. But as of right now, it it looks like it's dead in the water. Um, what is gonna happen? I don't know. But you know what? HBO and Warner Brothers is doing some crazy shit on their end, and um, I don't know what their end goal is. And moves like this really scare me as to what the hell I'm paying $15 for uh, HBO Max and all these shows and all these movies are getting just deleted, canceled, pulled off, not even made. Um, it's really just, it's really surprising. And then I'm, I'm interested to see what the end game is for this. Um, but yeah, that is it. That is all the news I have. Uh, I am ready to jump in to weird the Al Yankovic story. As usual, we're going to be doing our spoiler-free. Um, that's where you guys can hear all the, hear all the interesting thoughts of the movie without getting anything spoiled for you. And as usual, we'll do a countdown and jump into spoilers. That's where you guys can bounce out if you haven't seen the movie or stick around if you don't really care about spoilers and getting this movie ruined for you. Um... Let's jump into it. Let's jump into weird the Al Yankovic story. Um, an interesting, fun movie this was. Um, written written by by Weird Al himself and uh, director and writer uh, Eric Appel. Um, basically chronicling the story and the the the. From from childhood to to uh, modern not modern day because this movie takes liberties with with its its history of Weird Al, um, but definitely a, a a very parody, if you will, of 
of of of a biopic movie. Um, it 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 is it is a fun movie. It, it, you know what? Okay, it is it is cheesy and cringy to watch as you're seeing the beginning half of this movie, and then the movie gets wild real quick. And honestly, it becomes like shocking enough where you're like, "Am I enjoying this movie because of just how crazy it could be, or am I enjoying, or am I not enjoying it because of just how crazy it is?" And I was a little bit in between. I, I, I for the most part, enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed Daniel Radcliffe's performance. I enjoyed, um. Oh man, what is her name? Rachel. Ra- oh, hold on. Uh, where, where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Where is she? Surprisingly, how far back she, down she is. Uh, oh my gosh, what is her name? Oh, there she is. Evan Rachel Wood as Madonna. I I very much enjoyed her character. I like um, Rain Wilson in the show in, in this movie. And I really enjoyed all like the friends that that are like that build his band. The, everybody is just everybody is really fun in a very two dimensional way, um, which is weird because you know you you expect that that you know everybody is going to become this really rich world and you're going to kind of get to see what everyone is. They almost downplay the world and they almost downplay these characters by making them so two-dimensional and so flat that it almost is it, it, it is a parody of basically the you know everybody's only interested in the one character you know you see bohemian rhapsody you know and, and it's all about freddie mercury and everybody else kind of becomes these you know very boring small you know two-dimensional characters that not everybody's interested in because everybody wants to see freddie mercury and it almost does that move, but to an eleven, and and it it's not that they're not fun to watch because they are fun. They're just there's there's nothing else there for them, and 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 that's one of those things that I was a little like I like this movie, but at the same time I don't know if I like it. Um. Daniel Radcliffe does an amazing job. I would say he he's you could see that he is having a lot of fun and a lot of enjoyment just you know kind of being free to be this weird character. And and he's he's just he's interesting. I I very much love him. I I like the the fact that he's just I love that this character goes on such a crazy journey so quickly and 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 the 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 way that this movie decides that it's going to be liberal with its 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 story and the history that's really there um it's fun but at the same time it's also a little jarring and um oh man i i really don't want to jump into spoilers but at the same time i can't really explain this movie without them um I I very much enjoy uh there there's a lot of fun music. There's a lot of moments when the mu- music is is inspired 
and and it's very very hokey and very very you know common to the you know the typical you know inspiration when when you know uh, you see a musician learn that he oh i'm gonna make this song and the and you see where he's pulling the lyric from or you see where he's getting the ideas from like i said it, it takes those moments and it cranks them up to an 11 and and it's and it's enjoyable it is cringy and you're there for it like i i think the one thing that this movie does an amazing job with is that even though it, it, it teeters on, is this good, bad, or is this just badly good? It doesn't keep you uninterested in continuing. It, it surprisingly holds your attention very well. And and I think, again, one of the things I find that is, is really good about the movie, but at the same time it kind of hurts the movie, is that it's only like an hour and like four, 40 minutes yeah an hour and 40 like 48 minutes and it feels long enough to feel like that the story is not dragging on but like there there's it feels like it it, it feels like the movie could have been longer um but at the same time it utilizes the small amount of time that it has so that way you're not feeling bored and I think it, it, and the reason why I feel like it could have also been longer is the fact that it it, it it tells so much story in such a small time that you want it to feel like it could take its time to breathe. And I, I think if maybe, I think if maybe if this movie was a more true to, you know, to to history and more true and more common biopic. I think it would need to have that time to breathe. But because it's Weird Al doing what Weird Al does best um, and parodying a biopic, I think it's perfect in the time that it is because of how fast it moves. And, and, and you know, it, it, it's it's troping on the, you know... Every scene is almost another 15-year gap in between time frames. You know, another five years later, another five years later, and we're just seeing the highlights of all these these moments. And, um, and I think that's what keeps us, inter- keeps us interested in wanting to see where this movie goes. Um, if I can give it a rating, let's give it a rating. I'm going to give this movie... I'm going to give weird... The Al Yankovic story. I'm going to give it a B plus. Yeah, I feel like a B plus is is where it's at. You know what? No, fuck it. A minus. I'm gonna give it an A minus because it's just it's that of an interesting movie. You know, it, it, it you want to give it a lower rating because of just how weird it is. You want to give it a a a harsher grading because of. Because it's just not what you're used to, but because you know where it's coming from, it's definitely worth a higher rating. So I'm going to give it an A minus. Um, because why not? Yeah? Okay. <laughs> uh, with that, then, I think that's the spoiler free version of this episode or this rate, uh, this review. 
So if you haven't seen the movie and you want to get and you don't want to get it spoiled, uh, it is currently free on the Roku channel app wherever you can if you have a Roku uh, you have the movie for free you just got to go find it on your Roku channel uh it is it is it's i think worth a watch it's definitely interesting enough to keep you excited and i think it's definitely interesting to to take your time with so if you haven't seen it and you want to go watch it go watch it and then come back and hear the rest of this review um, it may be a short one, but you know what? I, I'm going to break it down and, and tell you everything that I thought about this movie. Um, so with that, I'm going to give you a spoiler free warning in three, a spoiler warning. I'm sorry. In three, two, one, we are in spoilers now. Be warned. All right, let's jump into it. Um, Wow, this movie is 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 a lot to take in. Um the the constant, you know, troping I think of this movie, the the constant, you know, making fun of of other biopics and how it moves and and how it it wants to tell its story. It it, it it's fun, but at the same time it could also be very tiresome. Um there's a lot of times, and, and you know what? I'm I'm gonna be the first to admit that I am not the biggest Weird Al, not fan, because I, I very much weird like Weird Al, but I'm not the biggest Weird Al expert. I would say, um, I've seen a lot of his you know more famous music videos. I've seen a lot of you know I've heard a lot of his music. Uh, I have not seen any of the other movies that he has put together, and I'm I don't know exactly the full story that Weird Al has, you know, lived. And I think, if anything, that's what I was kind of... That's what I think threw me off when watching this movie, is that I was expecting to 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 watch a, 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 a story of Weird Al's life, you know, as true as it was, but at the same time, turn around and poke fun of a lot of the, you know common tropes of you know uh, someone makes it big and a little too quickly he kind of makes it you know make, becomes a star then that star kind of starts falling into drugs falling into alcohol falling into women that or or lovers that are you know are kind of pulling him away from what his true passion is and the band and all his you know his demons are what's causing the band to hurt and then eventually he kind of gets over that and then becomes his new star again and he's back. I, I thought it was going to do that move and it was going to play a little into those tropes. And while it does do that for the first half of this movie, the second half of this movie completely 180s you and turns into a action you know, m- not mystery, but action, you know, revenge story. It, it It is a movie where you, you, you find that when he is at his lowest point, that is when Pablo Escobar kidnaps Madonna, who is currently his, his girlfriend. And weird how basically goes through, <laughs> you know, goes through the story, just assassinating everybody in Pablo Escobar's camp. And Pablo Escobar himself. 
And and I understand that that's probably just Weird Al doing what he does best. I, I want to say I remember seeing him um, dressed as Rambo, I think, at one point. I, I remember seeing uh, a, a clip where he's doing the Rambo, you know, shooting the bow and arrow with a big, you know, hair all tied up with a bandana. I remember seeing that a lot, in, in, in and I remember seeing some of the characters that he pulls out of or he, you know, he turns himself into, and I, and I feel like this is what that movie is doing: is that it immediately goes from being a biopic to being a movie that is just Weird Al, and what you know, it stops telling the story of Weird Al and it starts telling the creative side of Weird Al, and and I think if you're not prepared for that, like like I was, you're going to find it a little jarring and you're going to find it a little bit of a, a surprise um, because it, it was a surprise for me. I was a little taken back and a little, you know, confused as to what I was watching and now what am I getting into? <laughs> Dummy me a lot of the times kept asking, was this real? Like, is this what really happened? And was I just not aware? It is not, it is not real. <laughs> um, but you know what? It, it, it it's absolutely fun, and and it's and it's I think it's enjoyable. Um, like I said, you know Daniel Radcliffe, he's he kind of gives into this character and allows himself to just be as fun as goofy, and you can see how much he's enjoying himself in this movie, and you can see how much fun he's having, and the fact that they're not interested in in telling and you know an exact you know you know a to b story it, it works for daniel to to be in this movie um he is he's nothing like what you know weird out to look like he's he is shorter than weird al is he is surprisingly muscular. <laughs> it is always such a a shock when you see Daniel Radcliffe take his shirt off in this movie, and he is just cut like crazy. Um, which makes me wonder if maybe Weird Al was weirdly muscular as well. I don't know. You guys can let me know what what that what you know why it is the way it is because because I was just very. Th- thrown off i don't know if it was just weird if, if it was just if it was designed to be like this is how weird al sees himself as daniel radcliffe in a way and muscular and just built the way he thinks he looks you know it, it's almost a little like you know fantasy fulfilling from from weird al and it's just supposed to be fun and games but that was just something that i always was just like i was taken back every single time he took his shirt off because of just how fucking fit Daniel Radcliffe is, um, but you know what? He he, like I said, he does an amazing job. He 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 embodies the spirit. He embodies the 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 I think the the fun aspect of of Weird Al's you know creativity. Uh, while he doesn't fully experience he doesn't really fully convey the the character that is weird Al. he does convey the com- the creativity that weird Al can bring um i i i think some of the more catchier songs being discovered and the way you know daniel radcliffe plays those those moments it's just so much fun and you could see just how 
how great of an actor Daniel Radcliffe is, whereas I feel like someone that was not, doesn't really know how to, you know, discover, you know, and, and you know, build in their mind what the song's supposed to sound like and then, like, eventually come out. And it's just like, oh, this is this masterpiece. It, it could have been a little bit more goofier in other people's hands, but I think Daniel Radcliffe plays it so genuine and is so, you know, earnest about the way he comes up with his songs. It's just, it's always a delight to see. And it's always fun when the story knows that, you know, he needs to make this next song. And, and you know, they almost kind of beat you over the head with the clues that he's supposed to be taking on to make this next song. And then finally he comes around to knowing what he wants to make. And and it's always so much fun. There There's there's a handful of times where they, they you know, he makes his first couple of songs like he he goes through um he 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 has um i love rocky road he does my bologna he does um ah why am i forgetting the third song he does because then he comes back around with beat it no he comes around with eat it and the this is when the movie starts to change history and 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 flip-flop you know what exactly this movie is is trying to tell. Um, they imply that that Weird Al actually came up with the song "Eat It" uh, as an original song, and that Michael Jackson actually parodied his song by calling it "Beat It." And I liked that. I just I I am so confused as to why the, he decides to do this, and it, it's almost very much like um. First off, it almost sounds like he's purposely doing it in a way that's like he's not trying to associate his songs with Michael Jackson, you know, because it, it is very clear that they're trying to make it sound like Edith is an original. It, it's, it's you know, he discovered it off of an LSD trip and, you know, it's just it's an original. Don't don't even worry about it. Like it's very played to that very serious degree of of just how much it's original and and when it comes back around and it's like oh michael jackson parodied you i i was like okay so they're not afraid to talk about michael jackson in this movie but for some i just i i, I am so confused as to why they they flip-flop it that way um i understand that it is true that that you know after uh eat it and after who's fat uh, I think that's where a lot of us were ever were introduced to Weird Al at a young age. At least for me, I was, um, and I always did kind of think that he was, you know, he was always seen as the Michael Jackson parody guy. Um, but I, I, I know I kind of immediately started knowing, you know, other songs from my from from Weird Al, and and I was a little. I don't know. I like. I was just. I was very surprised as to like how much they're really playing into the idea that he doesn't want to be seen as the Michael Jackson parody guy, and how far his his music came because Michael Jackson. You know, because of how big of a star Michael Jackson was, it kind of brought also Weird Al's, you know, songs to a lot of people because of what he was parodying, and and. 
I was just, I, I don't know, I was just really blown away. I was just really taken back by the fact that they were just trying to really sink in the idea that, you know, he was first, Michael Jackson was parodying him, and that dynamic does not exist, that he is not just a Michael Jackson parody guy. I, I don't I don't know what they're trying to say there. I, I think it's just for fun and games. But there's just, there's there's a there's a th- idea behind it that I feel like not a lot of people are understanding. And I and I want to know more about that, and want to know why is it that he's deciding to to pick this way, this this some of his more popular songs in this light. Um, the other thing that I was very surprised with is uh, the character of Madonna by uh, Evan Rachel Wood. I was very interested in how much of a bad guy she is in this movie. Um, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in finding out exactly if they had, you know, gotten the confirmation from Madonna to, to depict her in this light because they really, really pull this, pull this idea of like Madonna is out for herself and doesn't give a fuck about, doesn't give a fuck about Weird Al and is actually purposely sabotaging him by making him a drunk, making him you know, turning him against his friends and his mentor um, and is all really just trying to push him to be to doing a parody of one of her songs so that way she could see a bump in her in her um, cells and in her albums and stuff based off the fact that Weird Al, when Weird Al covers your song, you automatically kind of receive like a more bump and a more uh, um, you you see a a an interest in people wanting to know where who he's you know parroting, and so so you kind of you know thrive off of his creativity, and and they really push this idea that Madonna is just out for herself, and I was fucking it's funny as hell because of just how how much fun Evan Rachel Wood is doing she she is. Just she's she's parodying Madonna in such a way that feels real. It 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 feels like such a great, um, such a great performance from her. The the constant throwing her arms up like if she's like like partying and stuff. It it feels like Madonna, and yet at the same time you know that she's just. She's making fun of her, and, and I and I would love to know what Madonna thought about Evan Rachel Wood's performance, um, and just how she is depicted in this movie. Uh, it, it it's very shocking, and sometimes, um, but it, yet it, it goes to the very extreme of having her uh, getting kidnapped from from Pablo es- by by Pablo Escobar. And eventually turning into a the drug cartel uh, ruler of the drug cartel after fucking Weird Al assassinates Pablo Escobar. This this is where that move, like I said, the movie takes its liberties with its its history and its story. And it and this is one of those moments where you kind of just you can't help but just ask, what the hell am I watching when it gets to this point? It's fun, don't get me wrong, it's fun, but you just, you can't help but ask yourself, well, what am I watching? 
Um, and 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 it's and it's interesting. It's it, it's fun. I don't know how much else I can say. It's it's a real fun movie. Um, the fact that you know Madonna then turns around and and assassinates Weird Al after he's won an award. It's it's so fucking confusing, um, but at the same time, it's so entertaining. Um, I don't know. I, I I would love to hear other people's opinions on this movie. It has gotten really great reviews, and it's it, it's it's really kind of seeing a lot of pickup because of the actors that are in it. And also the, the 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 guest stars that are in this in this movie, some of them being like having this one party, just showing everybody. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda playing a doctor, just random doctor. Um, Rain Wilson um, playing uh, Weird Al's mentor is really interesting. It's really fun. You expect him to kind of also be this like. You know, I brought you up, so therefore I am kind of like the sneaky bad guy. But he doesn't. He plays, he plays a very true and a very you know wanting to help him. And the 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 last minute moment at the end when he tries to adopt, you know, Weird Al, and he's supposed to be maybe like in his like mid twenties to late thirties, I mean like early thirties maybe, and he's trying to adopt him. It's fucking just hilarious and fun. Um. But you also get like you know, um, let me see here. What who is it? You get uh, Will Forte, uh, and you get Patton Oswalt. Um, you know, Dimitri Martin. You get uh, Conan O'Brien playing Andy Warhol, Jack Black playing Wolfman Jack, um, and then probably one of my favorite. Um, you know, cameo casting. Uh, Dave Desmolchin as uh, John Deacon from Queen. Uh, just, just, just this like whole random casting is just absolute fun. Um, it almost reminds me of the 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 way that they use the cast in um, Walk Hard, uh, the Dewey Cox story, Walk Hard. Uh, and, and, but I mean, just, I think where that movie kind of thrives off the fact that it's like all these new actors are just playing these like small little roles. And then later on you find out it's like, holy shit, I didn't know Paul Rudd was in, you know, walk hard. That's what this movie feels like it's doing, but in reverse in the fact that it's like all these famous people are just playing these tiny little characters and that is it. They're they're in for like their five seconds, one minute of moments, and then they're gone. And and it's it's fun. It's it's entertaining. And I and I very much enjoyed that part of the movie. Um. But yeah, no this this movie, this movie one eighties you in a way that you're not expecting. And if you maybe know a little bit more about Weird Al, then maybe you're not. You're not fully caught off guard, but for me, I was, and and I, I've appreciated in a way. Um, I would love to hear what Hoover thought about this movie because this is one of those movies where I think a, a conversation would have been perfect for it. 
And uh, we probably will come back around to, to talking about it a little bit more. So in probably the next episode. Um, but I enjoyed it. I, I very much enjoyed this movie. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was fun. I thought it was crazy. I thought it was weird, like you know the movie is, and and I enjoyed all the casting. I enjoyed all the acting that was in it. Um, I I think I've said all I I wanted to say about this movie. Um, I think if I, I think at this point I'm going to close this episode out. Uh, thank you guys so much. It's been a real pleasure. If you like what you heard, please consider telling a friend about our show. It really helps us grow and get more known by other listeners, such as yourselves. If you want to follow us on our social media, you can at cinema underscore bun. Z is the last letter of the alphabet on Instagram. Um, please remember to like and review all of our episodes. It really helps us grow as well. With that, I'm Jonah Colazzo. This has been another episode of Cinema Buds for this week. We will see you all next week. Bye.